Good morning, good morning. It's 5.01 a.m. Actually, it might be a pretty nice day outside because it's pretty warm right now, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? Welcome y'all to One Gypsy Radio. It's me, the Gypsy King. I'm looking for my lighter. I'm about to build and burn with y'all real quick, but this ain't a... Uh, there's two segments. There's two ways I do this podcast. I do building burns, which is me sitting with other people that are like gypsies and, you know what I'm saying, entrepreneurs and trying to do their thing. And um, then there's these, where I probably monologue for 30 minutes to an hour. That's just, you know what I'm saying, like my podcast. If you relate, we relate it is my slogan. Um, I pretty much live my life by it and it's helped. But today, um, it's interesting. I had a really good podcast yesterday with DJ Anomaly and um, I got a lot of feedback from it from people. One of which was my therapist, and me and my therapist have been building in general on the podcast. So today is a day where I'm gonna kind of like bring y'all into like the podcast is structured more so by her, I would say, in the sense of she gave me like, yo, you should talk about this, all right? And when you do elaborate on this, this, and this, you know what I'm saying? So today's podcast is the topic of today's podcast is upper limiting and self sabotage. If you're like me, then you're like, yo, what the fuck is upper limiting? You know what I'm saying? I know everybody knows what self-sabotage is. We've all done it in one way, shape, or form um, at some point. But the upper limit, and I was like, yo, what's that? You know what I'm saying? I'm never be too afraid to ask what something is if you don't know. You know what I mean? Um, even smart people have shit that they don't know. You know what I'm saying? But she was like, um, it's from a book called The Big Leap. You know, basically, it's your ceiling. It's where you think you max out, but on a subconscious level. These are the boundaries that you put on yourself as a kid some from some insecurities or even setting a bar for them to aspire to, but not knowing their own limits or capabilities in the time. It's like it's like the highest you think you can get. Those boundaries or bars follow you for the rest of your life. Now, I'm a big advocate for preaching that our core programming um, exists in life from the time we're uh, one years old to seven years old. That's when you're in the beta stage your brain is in its beta stage of development it's just absorbing everything absorbing everything after seven you're um you're more like what is like a a alpha state you know what i'm saying like you're established and if you don't if you think about it man most of your life look at it man the same shit you've been feeling right now you've been feeling since you was about seven years old man just in one different way or another and these are the loops that your life live on shout out to my people who watch westworld y'all get that life loop shit um But each of us has an internal thermometer for how much success, wealth, happiness, love, and intimacy we will let ourselves experience. That's our upper limiting setting. Kind of like our success comfort zone. Now, And that's real because you ever been having shit go good and then somebody just can't let it go good? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like too much shit going right. You ever see somebody say, man, nah, man, too much going good. Something bad gotta happen next. It's not that it's nothing bad that gotta happen next. That's just your programming. You won't allow yourself a space of peace because it's outside of your comfort zone, really, because your upper limit, your upper limiting setting is low. So it's like once you eclipse it or jump beyond it, which happens in life sometimes, sometimes you have um, out, outer body uh, stimuluses. You know what I'm saying? You have something that catalysts uh, events and puts you into a new, you know what I'm saying, state of being. But states of mind and states of being and states of clarity and consciousness all of that shit is more like paying rent 
than like buying a toy. You buy a toy, you pay for it one time, it's yours, you own it, you got it, you do whatever you want with it. Whereas like you get a crib, you got to pay rent. You got to continue to pay rent or guess what? You can't live there anymore. The The mind is like that. It's a state of being. So a lot of people, when you ask them, what's up with you? Well, I just want to be happy. Well, you could choose that right now, but can you hold it? You know what I'm saying? Like you could find something at any moment to be grateful for. I, I'm personally, um, we've been having a lot of mental health discussions lately. And to be honest with you, um, you know, in me pursuing being a stoic, my outlook on like say like depression because i used to suffer from depressions like the rest of us i mean i just sit down by myself be crying and all that stupid shit for real for real yo if you depressed you're just fucking ungrateful it's things in your life in every person's life that you can look around and be grateful for and if you focus on the gratitude the gratitude increases when you focus on the lack thereof the lack thereof increases you know what i'm saying what you look at grows what you focus on grows what you give your energy to grows so if you're not giving your energy every day towards like, yo, let me be a better person. Let me keep pushing the ceiling. Let me keep raising the ceiling. I said in one of my raps, um, I'm realizing this glass, uh, realizing this glass ceiling is a mirror. And that's really what it is. Cause whatever you think the ceiling is on your life, like, well, you know, it ain't gonna get no better for me than this, or it ain't gonna do this. First of all, the ceiling's glass. You could punch right through it. Secondly, it's not even just glass. It's a mirror. So that's why you can't see looking up. Like, you're trying to look up to the next level, and it, it's not realistic for you. You're like, yo, I can't see myself even having a car or owning some shit or owning a house or owning my own business, this, that, or that. That's because you're literally looking in a mirror. When you look up, you're looking in the mirror. You're looking down back at yourself. So if you get to a point where you begin to be the person that pump you up, always keeping you on point, always keeping you sharp, then what happens is you begin to play an internal game where the whole world don't matter. The whole world is just a chessboard. All these people, they're not even real people. They're just... Uh, uh, automatons moving through their programmed loops you know what i'm saying and you're really thrust into this game to experience it through your consciousness you know what i'm saying life ain't happening to you niggas happening through you and you got to be aware for that to occur but we live in a world where everything is designed to base you down you know what i'm saying everything is designed to, to slower your thinking it's designed to uh slower your frequency you know what i mean but it's higher frequencies that bring us to higher places in life so if you are into growth and development, then you got to do away with your upper limiting um, ideals. You know what I'm saying? You got to evolve them. You got to continue to evolve them. Because when we exceed our internal thermostat setting and life gets super duper, oh my God, good. These are the words of my therapist, by the way. <laughs> we have an influx of money, get healthy, thin, find great relationships, which is all very fucking true. You know what I'm saying? We get, we unconsciously do things after that, though, to sabotage yourself so you could drop back to the old familiar place where you feel in control because you're used to it. A lot of people like misery, not that they like misery. It's just their comfort zone. They're most familiar with miserable settings, miserable environments, miserable circumstances, and they can deal with those. So it's like choosing the devil you know or the devil you don't. Whereas if you were to project happiness into your experience, even it, it, it will feel fake. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers be like, man, I ain't finna fake happy. I ain't finna fake happy. Well, guess what? You fake and miserable because you just woke up. It's 5 in the morning. It's 5.09 in the morning, man. If you, live, if you wake up angry, man, just talk to yourself because you're bugging. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's all. You're just being ungrateful. It's shit to be grateful for, man. It's shit you could, like, thank God for every day waking you up, even if it's just one thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
that's something that we 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 got to do away with like the familiarity breed contempt and no one is exempt this is why relationships go sour whether that's loving relationships family relationship friendships because you get used to an individual and then you begin to uh associate them with your misery that was existing pre it, you know what i'm saying pre them coming into the situation and it got to be one of those things where it's like yo you got to check yourself and you got to make your own self accountable. Love is an inside job. Love ain't never occurred anywhere outside of you. No one had you ever think loved you. I'm not saying that nobody loved you. But nobody that you ever think loved you made you feel the love. You felt that love in your own heart. They was just present. They might have been the inspiration. They might have been a piece of the stimulus. But they was just present. You know what I'm saying? Um, oh, shit. Hold on. My phone going on. With me at five in the morning. Okay, somebody saying good morning. Good morning. The podcast coming up. That shit coming up. Yeah. Um. So yeah, back to my, me and my therapist conversation. If you don't have a therapist, I advocate for you to get one, even if it's just like a situation that you put together. You know what I'm saying? Where somebody you respect, a mentor, or some sits down and, and talks to you sometimes um but uh she wanted me to talk from my perspective on a few different things and if it helps y'all i hope what resonates y'all take with y'all what doesn't just disregard it the importance of organization organization is extremely important because without it you're just banking on luck you know what I'm saying? You're banking on luck and you're banking on serendipity. I've often been a lucky person. I've always kind of been lucky. And serendipitous things happen to me quite frequently, but I wouldn't want to bank on those things. So I suggest organizing. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever it is you're trying to do, you could take the biggest obstacle, the biggest goal in the world, and then you could break it down into small, you know what I'm saying? Like little itty bitty steps where it's like, yo, you know what? I don't even look like I'm making progress to other people, but I knew that I had these steps lined up. So I'm just going to keep following through with my steps. A lot of what I did in Gypsy was like that. You know what I'm saying? If it feels like, yo, oh, he ain't posting or he ain't doing this or he ain't doing that. Trust me. I'm in my game room and I'm getting busy. You know what I mean? Um, the process of manifestation and, and speaking on how do I manifest personally it's each it's different for each person like i said you're manifesting out of your seven-year loop your, your your early programming so you know some people was born into into what i would call easy manifestation ability of material things because they grew up materially believing that they deserve those things whereas the lack thereof of those things for a long time in my life made me feel like i didn't deserve them so even if i'm in a room and every nigga in this room got 50 to 100 bands to his name I didn't think that I deserved it. I barely felt like I deserved to be in a room. I used to just be happy to just be present. So it's one of those things where it's like, until you change your belief about what you deserve and what you can allow into your life without question, you'll never be able to um, manifest above that. You know what I'm saying? Now, in practice, you take, like I said, take small steps, small steps, small things that you can manifest. You are in control of. You do those things sooner or later you will look up and you will be way further along than where you were because you took a bunch of little steps you know what i'm saying a hundred everybody want to take one big step one great leap it takes mad courage it takes mad luck it takes mad preparation and it takes mad uh execution of functionality to actually see that sort of shit through 
And at the end of the day, nobody want to jump off the edge any fucking way to see if they can fly. That's tough. Looking at it like that every day, you will beat yourself down. You will quit. So don't do that. Take your steps. Do it once at a time. Yo, you know what? It's okay. Cool. It's okay. Cool. All right, today, I'm going to go to New York. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, uh, uh, I'm going to buy the vinyls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The day after that, yeah, I'm going to do the print. And I've already talked to the nigga. He said I could come through. You know what I'm saying? Uh, while I'm doing all this, I need somebody to film it. You know what I mean? It's just about planning, man. Playing your shit out. And then guess what? Whether you win or lose on a public platform, it don't even fucking matter because you were success because you achieved your goal. And goals are more edifying than attention from people will ever be because you know what you had to do to achieve that goal. You talked to yourself throughout that time period. You was privy to conversations that no one else was. When you was talking to yourself on some nut shit, like, oh, nigga, man, you ain't do that shit, man. Damn, this shit ain't gonna work. Oh, damn, this nigga tripping. Damn, this bitch tripping. Damn, this do-do-do-do. When you was on talking to yourself like that, nobody was around to hear you check yourself. Like, nah, fuck it. I'm gonna do this shit anyway. Nah, I ain't got nothing else to do. What else is there to do? I'm gonna make this shit happen. Something gonna happen from this shit. I don't know what, but I'm gonna do it just because I feel compelled. And then, you know what I'm saying? Now you living more of your life purpose. And when you living in your purpose, yo, you can't be a failure. It's an impossibility. It's an impossibility. That requires self-discipline, which was next up on the list. You know what I'm saying? Um, if discipline is a problem for you, like discipline was an extreme problem for me, still is. I advocate working out. Working out builds not just your physical body, but your mental discipline. Because it's going to be days where you wake up like today. I don't want to work out. I'm on here talking to y'all. I got to go do them pull-ups, y'all. I cannot do it now. You know what I'm saying? I done spoke it into being that I got to go do this shit. So I'm an advocate for self-discipline. You start running a mile a day, I bet you it become easier to do things that you don't want to do outside of that. I mean, I used to hate washing dishes. Anybody know me knows that I go to anybody's house right now and wash anybody's sink full of dishes. You know why? Because most people hate washing dishes. They hate it. They absolutely hate it. And no one wants to bring themselves to do something that they hate. Their ego won't allow it. The ego talk to you crazy while you washing dishes. How you feeling like a real sucker, like you wasted real time. When really, to wash a sink full of dishes only take like 15 minutes. I go to a bitch house and she cook for me. As soon as the food done, I get up and start washing her dishes. You know I'm getting some pussy. I'm doing some shit you niggas don't fucking do. Niggas sit around, eat food, then kick his feet up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to wash some dishes and mop the floor, do some shit you don't even want to do. You know what I mean? And because you can't always increase an experience. That's just gypsy lessons 101. You can't always increase somebody's life because somebody may have more than you and there's nothing that you can give to it. But you can always eliminate something that they have to do and make it easier by decreasing something that they have in their life. Now, do that in a positive way. If you know a motherfucker don't like washing dishes, washing dishes. Damn, dog, you know that bitch been working all day, rub her feet. Well, it's going to kill you to rub some feet, my nigga. That's, and, the, and the crazy thing is, that's self-discipline of putting yourself into service. It's what give you good luck. It's what bring you serendipity. I'm telling you, like, I'm not saying nothing that is foreign to, like, my actual life and execution. You know what I'm saying? This shit is real. Oh, shit. What's the things I want to work on for myself? The things I want to work on for myself is clearly, like, discipline, 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 discipline. Discipline. And, and and trusting myself. I feel like I have a very sharp gift of discernment and high intuition. So, you know what I'm saying? It's never, any nothing bad ever happened to me that I didn't see before it happened. Nothing. Furthermore, a lot of shit that bad that happened to other people around me, I saw it before it happened and tried to warn them. If you ever talk to my brother, J.U., ask that nigga and he will tell you that. 
in the last uh, five years that he was free or so, every single bad thing, like majorly bad thing that happened to him, down to him getting shot, I warned him about up to two weeks before it happened. Because you could feel it. Now, what I want to get better at is acting on that. Because that's one thing for sure. My brother got shot. I could feel that shit before it came. And I'm like, yo, we should be uh, we should pro, we should be proactive. We should strike first. He looking at me like, you bugging. Niggas ain't even did nothing to me. And I'm like, yo, man, you could just feel it. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, off of that, let's move to a new topic. I don't like that one no more. My morning routine. What is my morning routine? What do I do? Why do you do it? What are the benefits of it? I like to wake up early. I like to wake up super early because it's quiet. The ionosphere isn't clouded with people's thoughts. I can get my thoughts in. I could do shit like this podcast. I wake up, I work out. I face me a little blunt. I eat me some breakfast. I try to watch an hour of motivational uh, shit in one way, shape, or another. Um, for those who are wondering, what you mean motivational? Start watching Tony Robbins videos, uh, uh, Eric Thomas videos, uh, uh, C.T. Flexer videos, uh, uh, Ed Milet, um, Grant Cardone, Gary V. These are all people that, like, you know what I'm saying? They're going to pump you up with the want to be your best self, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, even down to the OG Jim Rohn, you know what I mean? I also, I get my education on with, um, you know, this may be, like, pseudo to some people and shit, but, you know, I fuck with the red pillar, the blue pillar, uh, uh, 19 Keys, uh, Brother Polite, uh, you know, I, I I fuck with um you know the whole conscious community. It's cool because they're now getting a platform and for real, for real, I've been on that shit since like 2014. So it's dope to watch some of them niggas evolve the way they evolve. Brother Ben X, he's one of my new favorites. I love that nigga's content. I I like the way he delivered that shit. It's like it's not too serious. You know what I'm saying? He know how to have fun, but he know how to be serious. You know what I mean? Um, I like that shit. I like that them niggas give a lot of free game. I ain't gonna hold y'all. A lot of the information that y'all get and Y'all feel like, wow, Gypsy knows this or knows that, man. Listen, I just study a lot of great people. You know what I mean? I study a lot of great people, and when I see greatness or something that works and is successful, I'm into following the, the model of success. Success has, it leaves clues. You know what I'm saying? That's not me. That's Tony Robbins. I could do that all day with start quoting shit. And it's like, I could quote these motivational speaker niggas like I could quote the Bible, yo. You know what I'm saying? Like, and Romans 8, 28, that's my favorite Bible verse for anybody. I'm high now, so I'm giving y'all random factoids. Romans 8, 28, these things and more. Um, That's not these things and more, I'm bugging. Romans 8, 28 is all things happen for he, um, to the good for he who loved the Lord. You know what I mean? And it's like, if you're God which we all are God individualized. We all are a piece of God. We all are God's children, even if you want to get into the, you know, the biblical verbiage. So if you're a child of God, then you are a piece of God. You know what I'm saying? So that means that everything happens for the good to you. You know what I'm saying? Like anything that happened, like, yo, it ain't bad. Like you just, your perception might make it bad, but in all reality, yo, it's the good. So that means the good things, the bad things, uh, the, the, the lucky things, the unlucky things, everything that's happening is happening for the good of your soul. Like, you know what I mean? It's for the good of your, the unfolding of you, the creation of you. This shit is all on you to make it what you want to make it. You know what I mean? But I believe the benefits of a morning routine are immense. When you got a good morning routine, like now, I was telling my nigga Brent, um, yes, yesterday, I'm like, yo, when I podcast for an hour, I don't feel the need to talk to nobody throughout the day. Not unnecessarily. Whereas otherwise, I engage, if I don't podcast in the morning, I engage in a lot of unnecessary conversations just because the soul has a need to commune and fellowship with other souls. 
You know what I'm saying? But when I'm doing it like this, the only there's like two in you. You know what I mean? It's like it's you 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 got two souls in you, nigga. You got your mom and your dad, nigga. They they fucked and they made you. You half one, half the other, or whatever percentage you want to break it down to. So within you, you know what I'm saying? That's why that conflict a uh, 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 conversation happens. You know what I'm saying? Your mind, your brain, and your heart, and your body, and all that shit don't be on one accord. You be like, I should work out. Your body be like, man, fuck that. Your heart be like, man, you get some pussy, that's a workout. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you know, you got a lot of different shit going on, so it's on you to keep that into alignment, and that's where you be coming into your God self, when your actions, your words, and your thoughts, and your deeds, and all of that shit is falling into alignment, when your body, your mind, and your heart all want to do the same thing. Those are all things that I want to improve on, because a lot of times, I do things I don't want to do just for the sake of, like, going along to get along. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we and we all do, I think. Um, we all uh, put ourselves in positions where it's like, you know, and we all know that life is about how much you can compromise without compromising yourself. But a lot of us compromise ourselves a lot. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not talking like no extreme, like ugly way. I hope that y'all not out here like compromising y'all morals. You know what I'm saying? But like sometimes you'll hold your tongue where you felt like you should have spoke your piece. Or sometimes you won't say nothing where you, where you wanted to ask a question and you wanted to, you know, it's like that shit where you... You know, when you and your shorty beefing, right, and y'all in the bad terms and you want to say something to her, but you know that, like, you know what I'm saying, that shit ain't finna help you out, you know what I mean? Like, it's one of those sort of things. And so, like, when you have a good morning routine, you start your day with good energy. So when those things come to you, you know, it's kind of easy to, like, disregard them or block them. And when you don't do that, when those things come to you, they overwhelm you on the day. And that's like, yo, who the hell argue and fight like dogs at 6 in the morning? A lot of y'all on Facebook. Ah, I can see that shit. Right. Um, what have I learned after being an entrepreneur for three years? Lessons, etc. That's a um interesting question. That's deep. I could go, I could talk for an hour on just that alone. But I'll try to pinpoint the number one thing I've learned in the last three years of being an entrepreneur is how to read most more genuine energy. A lot of people want to like you. They want to fuck with you, but not really. No one could want to fuck with you more than they want to fuck with themselves. And most people in the law of averages are very anguished in their life experiences. And, well, let me speak for black people in America. A lot of them are very fucking anguished. And so it's like, if everyone's praising you in a circle, this is one of the things I've learned. Everybody praising you will make other people want to fuck with you. But it's like, it's a fake love holding you hostage, per se. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't really want to fuck with you. They don't want to, like, if you're like, yo, uh, you want to go do this or go do that? They don't really want to do that with you. They just don't want you to do it with anyone else. And they want to stay yoked to you because, like, being yoked to you is a form of, of, it's a form of success. You know what I'm saying? Beauty is a form of success. So being having a beautiful partner is a form of success. And I don't even mean that in the sense of saying, like, yo, I'm beautiful. I'm sorry I'm not better looking. Um, but, like, talent is a form of beauty you know what i'm saying ambition is a form of beauty like character traits that are noble and admirable are all forms of beauty you know what i mean and people will always appreciate beauty more from afar than when they could get up on it and so it's like everyone from afar will be praising you you know what i'm saying as you as you're growing in your entrepreneurship and building your brand and it'll, you'll have a lot of people that want to get close to you just for the sake of proving that you're not as beautiful as you say that you are, or not even that you say that you are, because I don't broadcast like that, but you're not as beautiful as the world says that you are. 
You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, you got to be careful because that's all upper limiting shit. You can't let someone else's upper limiting self-sabotage you because that's what it'll do. Um, I advise anybody that's an entrepreneur to keep your relationship private. You know what I'm saying? Like if you single situationship, uh, engaged, whatever the fuck it is, keep it private. Unless y'all are in business together, um, it's going to be a cause of conflict, yo. You know what I mean? Because it take a strong motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? Or a motherfucker with very little ego to deal with uh, all of that. Especially if you're a man. Because you got a woman and nigga, she got to deal with a nigga being more popular than her. That shit is like, it's really weird. And it's it's, it's not a, um it's not the best place to be. So, you know, I'm single. I deal in the situation shit. You know what I mean? And things like that. I mix and mingle. Um, but that's the reason I'm not in like a, a real relationship. Because I've learned that in the three years of doing this, people will like to define themselves against your dream. So it's like if you're an entrepreneur and you've ever been in one, then you know that like, a lot of times, if you got something, nobody want to do nothing with you. Like, you, this is just regular people shit. Nobody will call you until you want to call. You know what I'm saying? Until you got something you got to do. Or nobody will want to do something with you until you got to do something. And then they want to see the value of themselves by being compared to and seeing if they can distract you from what you're doing. So it's like, yo, if he's doing this, let me, get, you know, make a complaint or whatever. Like, let me, you know, or if I could pull him away from this or if I could pull her away from this. And to have an interest in me, this shows me that I have value because I have attention. And I have attention of a person who is beautiful. I have the attention of a person who is powerful, people to look up to or whatever. Man, that shit is tough. That's the number one thing I say I learned as an entrepreneur that unless your relationships, unless your friendships too, because I done lost some friends in this shit. Um, shit, nigga, I, ain't, I got a cousin I ain't spoke to in over a year now. You know what I mean? And, it's, and that shit is on account of some business shit. You know what I'm saying? Um... It's just, it's all in how niggas move. It's all in how niggas move. And and as you're growing in what you're doing, you're going to want to move in a way that keeps you growing because the growth is the only thing that really edifies you. Because once you get stagnant, you get miserable. And then you start looping. You know what I'm saying? You start doing the same thing in a different way. And, oh, all these niggas is the same. Oh, all these bitches is the same, bro. All these bitches is the Yeah, they all are because that's all you can attract on this loop, on this loop level. You got to level up the loop to attract something else. And the craziest thing about that is when you're trying to do that, when you're trying to expand your vision and just see the world in a new way and open up your imagination so that you'll be able to visualize things and, and manifest new things, you'll be you'll be in between worlds. You'll be in between loops. If you a nigga that was selling drugs and you want to jump into entrepreneurship, ooh, that first year going to be interesting for you because you between worlds. And while you in between worlds, as you go up, it's like Snoop said, it's always easier to go back down than it is to pull everybody around you up. Your life right now got the loop set up that it got. Got everybody in it that's that's perfectly designed to keep you in this loop matrix where you're going to feel how you feel right now forever. But you could feel better. And you got to not be as afraid to do it and go for it. That's what that, that's what I mean when I tell people I wish you health, wealth, success, and the achievement of your fullest potential. The achievement of your fullest potential might not have nothing to do with me. Furthermore, it might require you to get the fuck away from me. But that's what I want for everybody because I want it for myself. And you got to want it for yourself. You got to want it for your brother. Like the Bible tell you, want for your brother like you want for yourself. Want for your neighbor like you want for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Or else you're really just not a good person. 
You know what I mean? And my and that's just my personal that's just my personal opinion. Um Damn, what's the future look like? Think of this as your own manifestations. So take time to prepare this one. You're also speaking life into your future. And then uh, yeah, that's tough. That might be its own podcast topic. Uh religion versus spirituality. Um opportunity. Well, this is all good. I have a really long list, y'all, so I figure I would tack a cer- tackle a certain amount. Um I still got my blunt. I've been smoking this shit mad slow. But I don't know what's my time stamp at. Oh yeah, we're at like thirty minutes. That's cool. I don't know. Fuck it. I feel like that's a good place to stop, man. I'm about to smoke the other half of this L and listen to this shit. Um If you up and you on your way to work or you know what I'm saying? If you're up starting your day and this is one of the first things that you are listening to. This is one of the if my voice is one of the first sounds you hear, and I want to tell you, if you relate, we relate it. I love you. You're a fucking winner. Go get in the mirror. Look at yourself. That mirror cold blooded, man. Go get in that mirror, man. Talk to yourself, man. And you talk to yourself. And when you can get you and the motherfucker in the mirror on the same page, I promise you, yo. I promise you, your manifestation and what you desire. That don't got to do with nothing else. Nobody else, I mean. The things you desire that don't have it that are all on you, man, the opportunities to just start opening up. You just gotta be open to seeing them. You know. Anything that got to do with somebody else, well, you know, there's other there's other parties involved. So that's not all on you. If you wanna fuck that bitch, well, she kinda gotta consent, bro. But if you want that that uh that motorcycle, you know what I'm saying? You want them Jordans, nigga, they right there on the rack for you. Get up and go get it, baby. Hope all y'all have a good-ass motherfucking day. It's your boy, the One Gypsy King. This has been One Gypsy Radio on Anchor and Spotify. If you relate, we relate it. Right!